Welcome back to Celebrating Act Two. Uh, I'm Art Kirsch. And I'm John Coleman. We're the co-founders of Celebrating Act Two. And we're here to speak to you today about uh, diet choices, uh, or not. Are, are you taking a pot shot at me? I know I could lose a little bit of weight, um, but really, what, what's this all about? No, but I got calls about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you actually have a diet. I have a diet. You, you I eat everything in sight. That's my right. diet. What? Now you are a vegan. I am a near. A, I'm a near vegan. Near vegan. So you're uh, a vegetarian. How does that work? So we'll talk about that. So there, there are all sorts of kind of diets. There's Mediterranean. There's Atkins. There's high carb. There's low carb. There's uh, high sugar and cake. That probably doesn't really work very well for anybody. Uh, but about uh, three or four years ago, uh, I got interested in after reading a book called The China Study mm. in. Uh, the health aspects of a uh, generally a plant-based diet, uh, which means that no meats and fish, and they say if it had lips or a mother, uh, you don't eat it. <laughs> uh, so, and there's a wide range of thinking on this, but the China study actually was interesting, and I was thinking about it for health reasons to combat high cholesterol and high blood pressure and other kinds of things that my blood work kept showing and my doctor said lose some weight and so on and so forth. Um, and I had always been interested in it and I actually went uh, almost totally vegan, uh, if not totally vegan, for about two or three years and then I had some injuries and I, then I decided I need a pity diet. Uh, so I started adding things back in and uh, I had lost about 60 pounds in uh, a wow, year and great. kept it off for another year and then uh, as I started dealing with these injuries, I put on three quarters of it within the next year, and then I uh, I began to ease back into uh, uh, vegetarian with um, uh, fish and things like that. And really, what it comes down to is that uh, whether you uh, are extreme about it or not, um, plant-based um, uh, diets. Which, by the way, most of the meat that we eat are plant-based animals, like cows sure. and things like that. But it, you can get all the pro, about the only thing you can't get naturally in a vegan diet is uh, vitamin B12. And apparently, the amount that we have in our bodies will last us for about 12 years. And the reason why we don't get any B12 in animals have it is that they eat stuff from the ground, and it's made. Like the dirt used to be in a potato. I used to, but it washed it. You poke some holes in it, you put it in the oven, and you ate it with the dirt. You got all your B12 from the, the, the dirt and the stuff that was surrounding your vegetables. Now everything is super clean. Uh, they wash it down because they're so afraid of anything, pesticides, and so yeah. on and so forth. So in any event, uh, I adopted a uh, pretty close to vegan. I probably still have half and half of the morning coffee. And uh, uh, and I'm not looking that carefully to see how things. I am looking carefully how things are made, but I try to stay away from processed foods. And I think most people recognize that too much sugars and yeah, processed foods. So, yeah. You know, so it doesn't matter whether you're on a diet or you believe in it or the, not. The most important question, though, is has it made a difference? For so you? it's made a tremendous difference. Um, uh, there's uh, my blood pressure way down. Um, since I've readopted uh, the vegan diet about uh, 90 days ago, I've lost about 35 pounds, and and I'm slowly but surely working on it. I am no longer morbidly obese. 
so that was nice. That was, <laughs> You're just so obese. Just, I'm just obese, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. And uh, my next goal is about another 25 pounds so that I can become officially overweight. Now, <laughs> but, but you're not doing the vegan diet to lose weight, or are you? Is that your purpose? It's all part of it. I'm doing it primarily for the health effects, even without significant weight loss that it has on all my blood chemistry. Right. But there are a lot of people who do a vegan diet as a moral choice not an to ethical, eat any animal. Product. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you go to PETA, which I did many years ago, to find out what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yeah. What's allowed are things like Oreos, certainly not good for losing weight, <laughs> uh, and a lot of junk food yeah. because they're not made with animal products. Right. Uh, yet, when you study even more, uh, and I've read more than just the China study, but in the Cleveland Clinic, there was a Dr. Esselton who was, um, uh, I think he was a, a breast uh, cancer surgeon for many years, and he somehow segued into nutrition, uh, which he said nobody ever teaches you in, in medical school, maybe you get one hour or one half of right. one course. Right. Uh, but after the China study, they could see that people who basically for their entire lives lived in an area where they virtually had no meat, they had no diabetes, they had virtually no cancers, they had virtually none of the Western diseases. Yet when those people moved to a city and they started eating chicken and meats and other things, all of a sudden the incidence of those diseases shot up. So, so is it a Western diet versus, let's say, a Eastern diet? It, no, it's Western versus uh, uh, meats and animal products and processed foods. Uh, well, processed I know foods processed very big foods add a lot of versus, stuff. Versus um, uh, basically plant, live plant uh, with maybe using meat from time to time as a condiment for special occasions in another meal. So in any event, this is kind of interesting. The Cleveland Clinic um, started working on uh, nutrition, and some doctors who had patients who had had bypass, and they were down to their last six months. I mean, there's, no, there's nothing else anybody could do for them, primarily with heart disease. They sent it to him. He said, send me your worst cases. So he got about 12 cases, and he put them on a 100% live plant diet. And 10 years after he started, one of them who didn't stay on the diet died. About 10 other in a control group that just maintained a, a moderate diet, of, not of his making, had all passed away or had other heart attacks. 11, I think it was 10 or 11 of his 12 all still alive 10 or 15 years later. And their uh, uh, heart disease had been reversed, which is basically the lining of the uh, arteries and the veins, things mm -hmm. like that, sure. which prevent either cause strokes or... or uh, well, you don't uh, generally get yeah. cholesterol by eating broccoli. So. Uh, well, actually, but there's a difference. There's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. <laughs> so you get what you need, yeah. and your body can make what you need from live plants. Interestingly, there are some athletes who are vegan uh, or even more strict live plant uh, that because there are a lot of overweight vegans because you can eat a lot of things that have sugar is not made with sure. animals. Honey is. So, uh, so you can't have honey. You can't have honey, but you can have maple syrup because it comes from a tree. Yeah. 
but anything that has OSE, like fructose and glucose and all those things that don't sound like they're sugar, but really are sugar, mm -hmm. okay, those are all the things that will kill you. Yeah. Okay, and even artificial sweeteners, um, uh, when you go a step beyond to live plant, basically trick your body into thinking you're having sugars. So you're in a position where if you have a lot of diet sodas, you're probably not getting much effect because your body is craving the sugar and you're sort of feeding it that. And then when you fall off the wagon, you fall hard. So in any event, I chose vegan because I thought it was interesting and I read the China study. And the interesting thing about the China study, for anybody who wants to read it, and it's a, uh, uh, forget his first name, Campbell is the last name. And he, his son, who was an engineer, a marketing uh, uh, major in college, um, helped his father write the final book and became so enthusiastic that he went and he got a four-year medical degree, for which he says they never taught him anything about nutrition. <laughs> and now he has a nutrition center in upstate New York where he uh, promotes uh, live plant, not just vegan, but live, uh, but live plant, because in, in, in the vegan world, there are a lot of things you can eat that really aren't that good for you, even yeah. though they don't fit the, the ethical, uh, which is where I think veganism probably really started from, is this ethical thing of not killing animals and things like right. that. So in any event, um, uh, uh, diets are hard to stick to. Uh, I f once, you, once you get motivated, 30 years ago, I, smoked, I was a very heavy smoker. And everybody kept telling me to stop smoking, and I didn't, and I didn't. And then one day, I just decided for myself, I didn't want to do it anymore, and I was a non-smoker. Same thing sort of happened with the, this kind of diet. So you have to do what's right for you. But the truth of the matter is, is that not having meat or fish or dairy, you have to get used to it, but you can live perfectly well. And there are athletes who are vegan, who are at the top of their game, and you read about them from time to time. And so. more importantly than that, we have living proof in Art Kirsch that vegan is good for you. Either that or mummification has come a long <laughs> way uh, since uh, I first started my diet. Yeah, well, you're, you're a good uh, proselytizer for veganism, but you don't really sell it. I do. You, you just practice it. Yeah, you know, everybody has, if somebody asks me about it, generally I'll, I'll tell them what I think, and I'll send them... I'll send them a, a, a copy of the, uh, the of the cover of a uh, the China study, or some of the other books that I've read about that, and then let them pick it up in the library and decide. Okay, so as a parting gift to everybody who's watching, tell us how to find the China study. Is it online? So you can get it from uh, the China study. Is a book they now have a second edition out, which I've read both of them several times. Uh, and I'd recommend that you just go to your, library, your public library and reserve it. And if you're in, uh, like in Orange County, there's probably about 20 copies and you'll have one within a week if it's not in your library. Uh, and you, there's no reason to go out and buy it. If you uh, really are interested and want to have this as a reference material, then it's probably only about 10 or 12 bucks on uh, Amazon. So uh, uh, that's what I would do. And, uh, but uh, my offer to anybody is... Get online, go to Celebrating Act 2, look at some more of our wonderful video logs, of which this is one, and uh, uh, like us, subscribe to us, and send me a note. And I'd be very happy to share uh, some of the things that I ran into uh, on my way of handling the diet and how easy it really has turned out for me. And I thank you, John, for bringing up the subject. And I enjoyed sharing you're it. You're quite welcome. And everybody, eat healthy.
you're going to have what? A, a Kumpi, this Kumpi for Paswami, which was your. I'm favorite. going to In and Out for a double yeah. double and a milkshake. And then you go right into Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, John. Good night.